Welcome to the Undeletable Dad podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Poisner, and this is the place you want to be if you're a divorced or separated man with one or more children, and you've discovered that nothing works the way it used to, or the way it's supposed to, or the way you wish it would. It's the place to be to learn to strike the exacting tone of fatherhood, to become the magnetic leader that your children will naturally turn towards, and to find out that parenting can be way less work than however you're doing it now. It's the place to hang out if you want to get off the hamster wheel of survival mode, just putting out fires one after the other, and step onto that pedestal of fatherhood where you belong. Hello dads! Sorry it's been such a long time since my last episode. I've been pretty busy with the coaching side of this project. And I'll be honest, the results of working with those archetypes of personal power that I've been talking about are blowing me away. I have one dad who is especially knocking it out of the park. He knows who he is, like having the judge side with him completely at a custody hearing, having his daughter unexpectedly ask him to take her out to dinner after no contact for weeks, and seeing his son completely blossom and spend hours driving around with him just for fun. This is what Undeletable Dad is all about. Get into your power and get actual results. This episode is called, Here's What Your Ex Is Really Mad About. And I bet you might sometimes have to scratch your head to try to figure out why she has to keep going after you like running you down to your kids, trying to pry their little fingers off the steering wheel of life anytime it points them anywhere in your direction. Am I right? I can assure you that it has nothing whatsoever to do with feeling superior, despite how it might look. People who really truly feel superior never doubt their place in the scheme of things. They never have to, you know, cut off the heads of others to appear taller. No. She does not feel superior. She is panicking because her insecurities are screaming at her just as loudly as yours are screaming at you. What she's really mad about is the fact that the father's natural sphere of influence extends way out in space and time beyond the mother's. And she can't stand thinking of you becoming more and more important to your child day by day, exactly as her influence starts waning. Because this is exactly what happens. And it happens all by itself, totally naturally. It happens whether you live under the same roof or in different cities, or even if you never get to see your kids at all. I don't mean to say that kids aren't going to love both their parents forever. Of course they do. I'm a mother myself, and I certainly hope my child doesn't ever stop needing me, like, at all. I mean, you're going to feel it when your mom or dad passes away, no matter how old you are or what kind of relationship you have. You never stop being someone's kid, no matter how old you get. What I'm talking about here is sphere of influence. I'm going to talk about mother function and father function. So... Don't get your shorts in a knot about gender stuff. This is psychology talk. It has nothing to do with actual males and females, but it is relevant to how children relate to these parts of us. Mother function 
is about closeness, about holding them close. The mother's sphere of influence is the home, the nest, the family unit. The mother doesn't teach kids to cope with pain. She soothes them when they have pain. The mother function is to feed and groom and coddle the babies until they're ready to leave the nest, like literally. And the more she identifies herself with this job, well, the better she's likely to do it. Only that means that she's living with an existential fear of time because every day brings her closer to the edge of her sphere of influence. This can happen to dads too, for sure. And definitely if they're letting shadow run their show. Shadow is what makes them suffer low self-esteem or believe that they have to be seen in a certain way by others or to need feedback from their child in order to have enough confidence to just go ahead and parent. This is where we see those helicopter parents, the kind who think that mother and father function have the same limited time sphere of influence and so to stay relevant they do things like complain to their kids college professors about the crappy marks they're giving out. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Mom and dad have different jobs by nature. That's why they're called mother function and father function. The father's energetic function has to do with bringing the child across the threshold of adulthood. Father supplies different codes to a child in the same way that he contributed different chromosomes. You need that Y chromosome or you don't fertilize the egg. So there's no such thing as just a sperm donor. There's no baby without that father magic. If you know anything about quantum physics, there's a concept called entanglement, whereby two particles that are created together or linked together in some way continue to affect each other no matter how far apart they are in space. Think about that for a minute. This is a real thing. I'm not making it up. I'll let you Google the heck out of entanglement if you want to and let some scientists confirm what I know to be true energetically. Your genes are in every single cell of your child, driving everything from the color of their eyes and their hair to their sense of humor and their likelihood to suffer from any or all of the inherited diseases of your lineage. You and your child are entangled in a very particular way. Their entire matrix of cells and the programs that run them are waiting for codes from you, codes they need to go out into the world carrying things like confidence, assertiveness, courage, determination, ambition, resilience, competitiveness, integrity. I could go on and on, but I think you get the idea. Your children are like walking satellite dishes, scanning the skies for what they need from you. And they will never stop looking for it, even if their mom tries to tell them that she can give them everything they need. They want to believe her. And this is where the whole loyalty thing hits the fan, but that's a topic for another episode. For now, I'll just say that they want to believe her, so they try to. They try hard because they want to be a good enough son or a good enough daughter. They even think they can reject you 
just by saying they don't want to see you. But it doesn't work. Because we're not talking about a mental process here. This is something happening in their body, in every single cell. They are tuned to your frequency. That's what entanglement is all about. They have their little antennae pointed out into the world looking for a signal, even if they never consciously realize that that's what they're doing. Nature has endowed you with the power to draw your children into your orbit and keep them there for as long as it takes to get all the codes you have for them. And this normally takes until well into middle age. You don't need to chase them around like a helicopter dad saying, please keep needing me. That's some shadow bullshit where you make your kids responsible for your self-esteem. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but is that really what you're going for? I don't think that's what the fatherhood gig is really about. I think it's more like standing very still and listening for the almost silent ping of their cells whispering, Dad, is that you? Are you here? Send me a sign. All you have to do to take advantage of this advantage is to make it your top priority to gain control over your own inner dialogue and master your emotions so that you don't blow what nature has so beautifully laid out for you. I'll give you an example. Every child looks to their father for boundaries. So don't allow Shadow to tell you that you can't live with feeling rejected or unloved by them for a few minutes because that's what hitting a boundary does. It makes you really mad. Don't listen to that voice that says, what if they think I'm a mean bastard for saying no about this? When you can risk your own precious feeling of security for your kids, they will love you even more. And by contrast, if you happen to be the kind of dad who hides his insecurity behind a fortress of rules and punishments, let them see you collapse your whole house of cards just to show them who you really are and what really matters to you. So are you starting to get why your ex is so angry? You've got it made. She knows on a deep unconscious level that your kids need you to finish becoming completely human. And her special, even indispensable part in that project is coming to an end. They'll never not need her, but they don't need anything new from her. There's no mystery there. Your codes are still a mystery and that's what's going to keep them tuned to your precise frequency looking for a signal to latch onto. Your job is to get crystal clear about who you are and to keep pulsing that signal no matter what happens. That's it for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're looking for more from Undeletable Dad, check out undeletabledad.com or join the Undeletable Dad Facebook group. There's even an Undeletable Dad YouTube channel where I've parked a series of videos about what to do if you lose contact with your kids completely because quantum physics doesn't give a rat's ass about court orders and you've got a bat signal to switch on and keep powered up. If you'd like to talk about working one-to-one 
Or if you'd like to get on the wait list for a mastermind group with me that will start in September, drop me a line at tracy at undeletabledad.com. Thanks for listening. And boy, your kids thank you too.